good morning, wrestling fans, and welcome to the Hanger Seth and Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, usually hosted by the Double Eagle at Cross Creek, but today we are on location, live from uh, what is Dane is telling me, the oldest active high school gym in the state of Indiana, the, uh, what do they call it, the cave, the cave for the, the cave, cave thing? Yep. the cave, here at uh, Mishawaka High School, Rexburg, along with Dane Filling, and uh, Dane, uh, kind of interesting to be on the road. Uh, this is our definitely our largest audience of the season. Outside of our state finals audience, I guess, a couple of years ago from the balcony at, uh, was it, what is it now? It's Gainbridge Fieldhouse now. Gainbridge That's Fieldhouse. Hard to get used to, but we're joined by Mishawaka head coach Stephen Stan- Sandifer. And uh, coach, after not having this tournament last year, it feels good to be back. Yeah, it's definitely good to be back, have all the teams here. I know this is a tournament that a lot of wrestlers look forward to in their careers. A lot of coaches love coming here and uh, seeing a lot of good competition going into the state finals. Um, But a lot of people don't really know this, but we were kind of up in the air until Monday with a lot of things going on. But we got that sorted out. Everybody's here. The mats are rolled out, and we're ready to go. So you've got a couple thousand people probably over the course of the next two days who plan on showing up here and expecting great wrestling to take place, but there's a lot of work that goes into this tournament. Do you want to give a shout-out to anybody specifically that helps you make this thing run? Oh, the, it's a long list. Sherry Kaiser, all of our coaches, Adam Sandifer, Fabian, Yancey, um, were huge in setting up yesterday. Uh, even Brad Harper allowing us to uh, use their match. Their AD, Hart, and Marie have been awesome. Uh, and even just like last-minute things, it's always people are ready to jump. Hey, what do you need? Everybody's ready to help. Everybody wants to make this happen, and that's what makes this tournament special. And we know you've got a coaches meeting to go to here in five or ten minutes, but uh, we've got nine mats in two gyms and 32 teams worth of 14 wrestlers. Uh, it's, uh, it's a long two days, but a fun two days. <laughs> Definitely, and I think at this point in the season, it's, a lot, it's very rare for any team to be coming here fully healthy with a full lineup. But uh, the seating meeting went great. I think uh, everybody's spread out pretty evenly, and there's going to be some great matchups. And like this is a tournament a lot of people want to come watch. It's really a precursor to what they're going to see at the state finals. And speaking of the seating meeting, you know, last night was an awfully difficult one because traditionally you're able to go back and talk about who placed here last year with no tournament last year that right. kind of threw a wrench into everything. Yeah, that was a little difficult, but I think uh, we, we have enough data to, to separate a lot of guys, and we're pretty familiar with even guys who had missed out on last year with injuries to make sure that they're seated fairly. So let's talk a little bit about Mishawaka wrestling in the first place. Yeah, you guys are going to be at Team State next week uh, at, I'm trying to remember where the 3A location is. We're, we're so Franklin. set on 1A and 2A. Franklin. You're yeah. going to be at Franklin. How do you feel about your squad heading into that tournament? I'm excited. We still have a, a few guys battling some, some sickness right now, but we're starting to peak at the right time. Uh, we're just getting better each week, and that's, that's all we can focus on doing. And that 3A tournament, I think, has been a big success, and a shout-out to the Coaches Association for, for taking the biggest class and splitting it into two. I know last year's tournament was super competitive, uh, and I expect more of the same this year. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's real nice to, to have a lot of those teams that are competing in, the, in that tournament wrestling here so they have a chance to see some of that competition. And like we've already been able to wrestle Franklin, and I'm sure some of the, the, the teams down south have been able to get some of those matchups in. So we're excited and we're ready to go. And, of course, you'll be able to tune into our show on Sunday night at 7 p.m. We'll be back at the Double Eagle. But over the course of that show, we'll go through the seeds for all four classes, 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A. 1A and 2A are going to be at Martinsville in, uh, what, 10 days? 
about and, is what it is. And that show will also be simulcast on IndianaMat.com. We'd like to thank Joe and the guys at IndianaMat.com for making that happen. And last week they, asked, they also put our show out as uh, Dane had the reveal of who was the last teams that made it in. And, and it was amazing. We got texts from guys that had videos like these guys had reveal parties in their garages and stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and they were pumped up. And it, it was like so, these teams are so excited to make it into this tournament. You know, the guys from Cascade, this is the first state tournament of any kind in any sport that they've ever competed for. Yeah, that, that, that's very special to see those teams hosting that and just how much it means to them to be able to have these tournaments. Uh, it's priceless. And do you, do you do a lot with your program as far as getting geared up for Team State and making it a focal point for your, for your season? Yeah, it's kind of tough because uh, we have like three weeks back-to-back-to-back to back to back that are really important to us. We have like the Penn Duel that, that's always circled on our calendar, Al Smith circled on the calendar, and then Team State. So it's a real brutal three weeks, and we're just trying to you know, take it a week at a time, be healthy. Uh, get through any injuries that we may be dealing with, but uh, so far so good. We're gonna we're gonna have a great tournament this this week and focus on next week when it comes. You know, this is the 42nd annual Al Smith tournament. Is there any likelihood we might see the legend himself here this morning? Uh, I believe we'll see him here at some point. The crow's nest a little bit hard for Al to get up here, so we won't see him on the radio this morning or talk to him on the radio. But uh, the uh, the legend will be in the gym. Oh, he'll be down on the floor. He'll be in the corner. He'll be yelling at somebody. <laughs> Now, my last question, I've been asking a lot of coaches this over the last day and a half. You going to be in the old gym or the big boy gym today? Or do you do the, do you put, you got your running shoes on, you go back and forth? I mostly stay in the cave, but anytime I have a minute, I'm running back and forth. Got it. That's yeah. one of my favorite things to do on day one is to, to go back and forth. Yeah, it's fun. Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show. Thank and, you, And uh, we're going to go through our rundown. You head down to your coach's meeting, and uh, we look forward to two great days of wrestling. That's been uh Coach Sanifer of the uh, Mishawaka Cavemen uh, hosting this 32-team uh, tournament. Dave and uh, Dane and I have never been to this tournament because of all my years as a referee, and I went south to the big 32-team tournament south. I refereed at Connorsville for 15 years, and uh, that's kind of like the, the Mishawaka of the south where a lot of the uh, Indianapolis schools back in the day used to be really, really prevalent, and they've kind of moved out of that, and they've, they've decided that uh, the uh, Al Smith was where they want to be, so a lot of those teams have moved up here now. Yeah, before we go to our first break, if you uh, haven't got your copy of the Decatur Daily Democrat yet, I do want to go through the seeds that Belmont received as Isaiah Smedley is seated 7th at 106 pounds. Ike Rubel is one of two number one seeds for Belmont. He's seated number one at 120 pounds. Calvin Farrote received the 7th seed at 132 pounds. Doby Litchfield is the two seed at 138. At 145 pounds, another seven seed for Belmont and Gavin Davis. At 152 pounds, Garrett Manley received the sixth seed. He gets a rematch with a Laporte wrestler that he wrestled earlier this year. At 160, Duke Myers is the top dog with the one seed. And at 170 pounds, Isaac Freet is the fourth seed. He's back from... uh, a break from wrestling, having wrestled really only at Columbia City in that very opening match. And then at 195 pounds, um, Henry Kukulhan is seated seventh. And that's your seeds for Belmont heading into this tournament. So with that, it's, uh, we've rounded out the uh, weigh-ins period. And Dane's got a live read he needs to make here. Yeah, the Fort Wrestling Facility at 1519 Goshen Road in Fort Wayne is building young wrestlers all across the Fort Wayne area, one practice at a time. Join them for a live practice session or one of their upcoming camps at the Fort Wrestling Facility. 
Check out the website today at thefortwrestling.com. Open to wrestlers seven years old through high school. Don't miss the chance to train with wrestlers from all over the area, focusing on technique, conditioning, and learning how to love the sport of wrestling. The Fort Wrestling Facility, building wrestlers in the fort. And with that, the weigh-in period has ended, uh, just like we see some of the wrestlers warming up on the floor. Uh, a couple of them running before the weigh-in period, but uh, everybody uh, for the Belmont Braves has made weight today. With that, I'm going to send it back to studio to Dave Nathan, running the board for us this morning for a round of commercials, and we'll be back with the first period right after this. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Hi, this is Jesse from Heller Nursery in Decatur, Indiana. We are celebrating 75 years in business with three generations of Hellers still working. During these winter months, we have a great selection of pottery and houseplants in our greenhouses. New shipments in weekly and stay up to date with Heller Nursery on Facebook. Stop in at Heller Nursery for a breath of fresh air. Don't forget, Heller Nursery is open seven days a week, including Sundays. Check out hellernursery.com for our spring tree and shrub options. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to the Hagerstep and Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Cave at Mishawaka High School. Rex, we're along with Dane Filling, and we have reached our first period of our show, where Dane has some uh, highlights he wants to talk about of wrestling that happened in the past week. I don't know. Rex, I'm still trying to get over the fact that you've never been to this tournament. I have not. It's kind of, it's, that's kind of wild. Well, we talked last week, the first Belmont champion ever was my old next-door neighbor growing up, Tony Roman. Tony Roman, the first ever Mishwaka champion, I came in 81, I think you said. Yeah, I was looking through the book earlier. The very first tournament was held in 1978, and there were just 10 teams here. They went 10 teams, 9 teams, 12 teams. And then in 81, when Belmont came the first year, they expanded it up to 20. Snyder won that year, Belmont was second. And then it was about 10 years until they got to the 32-team format, and they've stuck with 32 or 31 teams every year basically since then. So if my old neighbor Tony Roman ever turns in now, uh, we've uh, mentioned him a couple weeks in a row here as one of the, the first uh, Belmont champion of Mishawaka, and then Belmont uh, uh, had, lays claim to one of the only four-time Mishawaka state champions, uh, Mishawaka tournament champions in uh, Randy Baker. Yeah, I had a really nice time last night at the Evil Check Brewery talking to a, a, a couple of, of guys who wanted to talk about 1980s wrestling, and uh, some of these names that won for Belmont in the early 80s, Tony Roman, Jeff Bennett, Ty Haney, Billy Hinkledyer, Mark McDonald. Mick Freet was a champion here in 1984. Uh, Coach Gunsett's down on the floor right now. He was a champion in uh, 85 and 86 and 87. 
three-timer for Paul. Mm-hmm. So I did want to go over uh, last week's results for Adam Central. They wrestled in the Rensselaer duels. Coach Curry talked about getting into a holiday tournament, as Adam Central traditionally hasn't been in one. But for seeding purposes, I think he knew football-wise that they weren't going to be at full strength heading into those ACAC duels, and he wanted to make sure that he had a win over somebody that was legitimate and in the tournament, and he pulled that off with a win over Rensselaer Central. Adam Central beat Decatur Central, Jennings County, Frankfurt, Kokomo, South Dearborn, West Lafayette, and Rensselaer Central. Had a five-point loss to Southport. That match actually went 7-7, but Adam Central gave up all pins in the seven matches that they lost and lost a, and won a couple of decisions. And then they had a close loss to Hamilton Heights, which is a team going to Team State in 2A. Uh, but it was a good tournament. Uh, Alex Curry was the only wrestler to go undefeated, and I think Coach Curry saw that as a positive, wanting to make sure that, that his top wrestlers got some real good competition. Blake Hirely got beat um, by the same wrestler from West Lafayette that beat him last year at the state finals for 7th and 8th. So uh, overall a good performance for Adam Central, and I think they set themselves up for a seed better now with that win over Rensselaer Central in the 1A team state when we announce those next week on, uh, on Saturday. Now, did he get Bloom back in the lineup for that tournament? He was not back in the lineup. Okay. And so they missed Gavin Cook one day also, so they were still not at full strength, but I think, I think they performed pretty admirably, admirably based on what they had. Also last week was the big ECIC tournament held at Jay County. South Adams was there. Jay County came away with a win over Oak Hill. Those are two teams who figure to be uh, top four or five, six teams in 2A at Team State in two weeks. Jay County won with 206 points. Oak Hill had 196. Mount Vernon from Ohio finished third with 181. Bluffton was fourth with 172. Centerville fifth, 152. And South Adams finished sixth with 125 points. Your champions uh, of note, Cody Riles beat Caden Davidson in the finals at 113 by fall. Tay Curtis was your winner from Jay County at 120. You know, that Jay County lineup Rex is so tough in those lower weights. They've got stud after stud after stud. Uh, Ethan Riley, that was a, a show of, of how much that tournament has improved. Ethan Riley was third at 126, a former state qualifier. And then the biggest match of the tournament was Tony Wood and Landon Birch in the finals at 132. And Tony Wood wins. Really? 7-5 to five, um, over, over Birch and really asserting himself into the conversation for a medal at 132 pounds. That was a really good weight class, too, because Brevin Thrine, I think, is ranked top 10 or 12 from Newcastle. And he finishes third. At 145, defending semi-state champion and state medalist Brody Arthur of Oak Hill was your champion at 145. Austin Lewis was fifth. A.J. Dahl was your champ at 152. And at 170, Maverick Somerset was second, losing to a wrestler from Ohio in the finals. Hunter Page, another one of our regional's returning state qualifiers from Monroe Central, just a junior. He's still undefeated. He beats, beats uh, Maddox Rose from Winchester in the finals and our buddy AJ Bradley gets wins at 220 and 285 with Titus Waters at 220 who is 16 and 0 and Jason Orr who is 15 and 0. So a good showing for some South Adams individuals, great showing for Tony Wood 
and uh, uh, a tournament crown for Jay County as they, they look to get a good seed for the 2A Team State Tournament. Well, that's not the last time that those two will battle. We're guaranteed, you know, they'll come through the, the same sectional, then regional, to, to run into each other all the way through that tournament series. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to go through the top seeds here for this tournament as we await a special guest on the phone next period, I believe, uh, to give our listeners an idea. Alphabetically, we've got 32 teams here at this tournament. Belmont, Bloomington South, Carroll, Center Grove, Chesterton, Columbus East comes all the way up here. Concord is back. Crown Point, the new Elkhart School, Snyder, Garrett, Hobart. See, I said it right. Cathedral, Jimtown, Lake Central, Laporte, Lowell, Maryville, Mishawaka, Mount Vernon, Fortville is new this year. Northridge, Northwood, Penn, Peru, Plymouth, Prairie Heights. Sat next to Coach Smith and Coach Levitz at the seating meeting last night. Good to see them. Two South Bend schools still here, South Bend Adams, South Bend Riley, both of whom Belmont saw at the Goshen Super Duel. And then Warsaw and Wawasee along with Westfield and Zionsville. Those are your 32 teams that are here. Taking a look at the top seeds for today's tournament. Charlie LaRocca is your top seed at 106 pounds from Center Grove. He's 16-0. A lot of discussion at the start of the seeding meeting last night as to who deserved the top seed. It was either him or Jalen May from Peru, who's 14-0. If you were wondering, they went with the guy with the most wins since they were both undefeated, Rex. Defending state champion Ashton Jackson of Laporte is your number one seed at 113 pounds. He's at 22-0 already. Evan Dickey from Cathedral is the number two seed. We talked about Ike being the top seed at 120 pounds. Uh, of note, down at the bottom of the bracket is Hayden DeMarco, Chesterton. Rex, he's 27-0 already. Hard to believe <laughs> that many matches under their belt already. Logan Frazier of Crown Point is 7-0. He's the top seed at 126 pounds. Mateo Vargo is the two seed, undefeated down at the bottom. Zeke Seltzer, one of the top wrestlers in Indiana, is your top seed at 132 pounds. At 138 pounds, perhaps the best wrestler in Indiana, Jesse Mendez, undefeated. Una unfortunately unable to become a four-time Al Smith champ because of last year's tournament being canceled. <laughs> but he's looking for his third title here. I think they could give that to him posthumously. <laughs> Hayden Watson is your top seed at 145 pounds. He's 16-0. Nick Tatini is down at the bottom of the bracket from Crown Point. At 152 pounds, it's Delaney Ruhlman from Bloomington South. Sam Gowen from Gr Crown Point is your number two seed. We talked earlier about Duke Myers being the top seed at 160, a very tough weight class. A.J. Steinbeck from Penn is the two seed. Caden Lone from Northwood is the three and Cody Goodwin from Crown Point is the four seed. That seeding could have gone, you could have rolled the dice and done that four different ways, I think. At 170 pounds, Cade Law is your top seed from Columbus East at 16-0. Landon Buchanan from Jimtown is the two seed. He has just one loss. At 182 pounds, it's Drake Buchanan, 16-0 from Center Grove. Orlando Cruz is undefeated. He's the two seed from Crown Point. At 195, Crown Point has the top seed with Will Clark, who is 12-1. Down at the bottom, it's Gage DeMarco from Chesterton, fourth-place finisher last year. He's 19-3 in the same quarter bracket as Henry Kukulhan. 
Juan Grange from Penn is the one seed at 220 pounds, while Tommy Murill of Columbus East is down at the bottom. And uh, the Westfield wrestler is the top seed at 285 at 14 and 2. Columbus East, Ashton Hartwell is the two seed. And looking through there as an update, a couple of the Belmont guys who did not get seated did end up with first round forfeits. And I'm trying to find Dalton Robinson in this small text. He has a rematch with a wrestler that he's already beaten from South Bend Riley in the first round. And then if he wins that, he is likely to face the number one seed in the second round. Just as an update, if you look at that, if you win your first round match and then lose the second round match, that throws you over into the consolation bracket. And that leaves you with three more matches to win to advance to the second day. So at the end of the day... Only three matches to win. At the end of today, you will have four wrestlers in the winner's bracket in each weight and four wrestlers in the loser's bracket in each weight. So you'll know who places by the end of the day. So, Dane, do you have a live read during this section? or we? Re- I, do, I do not. That's not until the next section. With that, we are going to send it back to studio to uh, Dave Nathan running the board for us this morning for a round of commercials from our fa- fine sponsors. And we'll be back with uh, more wrestling talk and uh, possibly our first guest right after this. Looking for a trusted name in home or farm insulation? Ted Sprunger Insulation has been taking care of families in our area since 1978. When it comes to spraying foam and cellulose insulation, Ted Sprunger Insulation can't be beat for service or price. Give them a call today at 273-5068 or at 824-3021. That's 273-5068 or 824-3021. Ted Sprunger Insulation. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. Stop in and ask me for details about our new Beer of the Month Club with all our great variety. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Decatur Package Liquor, it's located right on 13th Street. Come on guys, it's where your friends shop. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Welcome back to Hager Scepter Hershey's Old High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by The Cave at Mishawaka High School. Rex Burlong and Dane Filling were joined on the air by our uh, our rankings guru, Mike Reiser. And, uh, Mike, uh, glad to have you on the show tonight. And uh, I'd be the first one to wish you uh, well and hope everything is uh, doing fine. I've been watching some stuff on Facebook. and looks like uh, everything's starting to turn out pretty good for you guys. Yeah, um, thank you. First and foremost, thank you to you guys and everyone that's reached out. Um, little over a month now and uh, still sore, uh, kind of why I, I wasn't able to do the, I was going to do the table. I had talked to Steve and I did a duel and it just wasn't, uh, it just didn't feel right just sitting there and the family's getting better though and that's the most important thing. 
So, Mike, I know you're not here, but uh, what's the matchup that you're looking forward to the most here on day one after you've had a chance to look at the brackets? Man, uh, I, I know me and you had talked. Uh, I thought Maryville was a pretty solid team. They, they don't have the stars that they normally do. I mean, they have a couple, but they're not like, you know, the guy. They're just a solid team top to bottom. I thought they had some really, really tough draws. I don't know if they redrew it today. I haven't got a chance to look at it, but... Um, <coughs> Man, they, they got pulled out of the hat pretty tough, so, like, you're going to have some, like, you know, uh, <clears throat> Joanna Cantu, John Cantu's daughter. I'm, I'm sure Indiana's familiar with John. Russell Hulbert uh, had some big matches. Uh, coached at Modern Day for a little bit. He's on the coaching team. She was drawn out of the hat. I think she has Jalen Mills or, um, uh, in the second round from Peru. So that, that'll be a good one. Um, but, man, like, the depth of some of the weights, 160 was such a nasty weight class. I looked at it, and uh, there's like one quarter bracket where you got two or three guys with one loss, and you're just like, you know, just speaks to the depth of the tournament. Yeah, 160 was awfully tough to seed with the fact that, uh, was it Goodwin who didn't wrestle in the state tournament last year? Oh, yeah, two years in a row. Um, you know, he had, uh, you know, Cody had missed his freshman year. Uh, I think he was out like uh, midway through the year, but and then last year, I believe he missed weight at the regional, but he had beat Gavin Brown, who's committed to Ohio State at the Carnahan last year. Uh, he's really tough, and I mean that's one of those tough ones where you look at, and is that a kid you want to get? I mean, it's it's Vezzy, you know, like do you want to pull Vezzy out of the hat? Like, you know, he's a freshman, but you know how good he is, especially in that Fort Wayne area. And um, I know there was some talking to Indiana Matt, like, well, he's a five seed, but the guys ahead of him all have state experience, but that's a guy that could win it. That, that whole weight class, 182, is, that's, that's a state final level weight class mid-year, Dale Smith. Well, at 160, at one point last night, they had Goodwin as unseeded in the tournament. Oh. Based on the criteria, and I think it was um, I think it was a Zionsville coach who spoke up and said, hey, guys, we got to use some common sense here. Yeah. Well, and I know, like, if you're crown point, like, you're not, I, I'm sure they believe that he can win it. I mean, he can win. Like I said, he just beat Gavin Brown, who is nationally ranked, and um, he'll be wrestling for the Buckeyes. And, like, they're, like, cool, pull us out of a hat. You know, that's not, that's not how it should be. You know, you want the best guy separated. I'm sure, um, I mean, obviously you guys have a vested interest in that weight also. Like, that's going to be a tough one, you know. I'm sure him and Duke have wrestled at some point, though, right? Yeah, I think they have, actually. But, yeah, those the, those top eight seeds and then some of the guys who were in contention for the last seeds, that's a really deep weight class. Yeah, uh, I think it's weird. You know, it's uh, we've talked about seeding before, you and I, and uh, I know we were talking with Joe in the text. Like, like record's such a hard a hard seed thing because just like the quality, like, uh, like Gavin Gendrus at 106. He lost to Barrick Jordan, who's the number one kid in the country, and lost to a kid from home of Baltimore. He has two losses, and well, well, then another kid might have, you know, one loss, but you know, you don't, you don't know where they wrestle. It's, it's incredibly hard. I mean, it all figures itself out, but um, like, I, I think the Holbrook kid was the eighth seed. I don't, I don't, I'm not very familiar with him. I know he's nine and zero, oh, and if you can find nine people to beat in a row, that's pretty good. But. Um, I, there's a lot of really good guys that are not seated in that weight class. I mean, Julian Weems is in that weight class that's unseated, correct? From Center yeah. Grove? Yes. He, he's really good. 
and I'm sure, like, Center Grove has just been mauling people. It, that That's going to be exciting for uh, the team stage just because they're young and they're exciting, man. They, they, they beat up some really good teams. One of the things that I noted in the seating meeting last night that I, I take away from going to that every year is making it to the finals here means something to a lot of these, to all of the coaches, really. And yeah, there's not a whole lot of difference between finishing second and finishing third if you get beat by the champ either way. But, you know, this tournament is important and being able to wrestle in the finals uh, means something uh, to these coaches. And I think that's why you see a lot of them fight so hard for seeds. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's probably, you know, I think it's the toughest, you know, individual tournament in the state. Uh, the team state duels with the IHSWCA puts on is, is unreal. Like, you can go there and be really good and take five, five or four or four or five L's. But, um, you know, that's huge. And not having it last year, you know, that was a disappointing thing. Obviously, it was a, a weird season. And I'm, I'm, so, I'm really excited that they're able to have it this year because, you look at a tournament that's just as prestigious nationally, in Brecksville, they canceled this week, um, leaving a couple of Indiana teams without a place to wrestle. But I think Brownsburg's going to Illinois. I don't, I don't know if Avon picks up. But um, it does mean a lot. And that, I think that, that takes into consideration. I know um, uh, Peru had uh, – it's, it's tough because you look at two years ago. And it, it's really incredibly tough when you're, you're going through that process, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and looking at uh, the team state draw next week, um, what are you looking forward to most when it comes to the 4A field? The 4A? Oh, man, those top four teams are, are nasty. Uh, across the board, I was, I was actually doing it this morning um, as I was getting ready for work, and I have, like, the top four of those almost split seven and seven down the middle, you know, depending on matchups. And obviously some teams have a little bit more depth. But, um, you know, modern day, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if May can go. I know he's not wrestling this weekend. And then uh, it sounds like Hayhurst is out of their lineup. Um, I'm hearing that Center Grove has a, an ace up their sleeve that they're hoping to get eligible. Like someone that, that's ineligible. That's going to be an impact player. I mean, I don't know. Me and Joe are actually just texting back and forth. You can probably hear my phone going off. And then, uh, um, you know, Crown Point obviously has so many pieces, but they're, they're rotating a couple guys too. I've seen Willems have lost his wrestle off at uh, 80 or 70. And then, you're, and then, you know, you have Center Grove. And Center Grove has created a lot of depth. You know, you have guys like Hyatt Yeager who's on their lineup that's uh, really good. You know, Justice Thornton from Columbus North is really tough. He's a really tough freshman. And he beat um, LaRocca and lost to Jaeger. So, I mean, th those guys have so much flexibility in their lineup, and I think that comes huge. I mean, you guys at Belmont have, have been a big part of the dual thing, and I'm sure you guys could speak to how much flexibility in the lineup can help where you can bump and put solid bodies out. I mean, that's how Modern Day was able to, you know, maneuver around for a long time. Yeah, that's definitely going to be one of Belmont's strengths in a couple of weeks here when we get to Team State, I think, because they've got a couple of guys who've been varsity, who are seniors, who aren't in the lineup right now, who are chomping at the bit to get an important match in and, and make an impact and, and and hopefully get Belmont to a 2A Team State title. Yeah, I mean, a kid like, uh, I seen, was it Carter Thomas was in the lineup a little bit when you guys had some injuries? And, dude, that's a tough kid. Yeah, he's like, a, a kid who was a medalist here at the Al Smith as a freshman. Yeah, and, you know, a guy that's just 
when you have really good programs and with the prestige like you guys have, and you know we've seen it for modern day for years. Uh, Crown Point starting to get to that point um, where there's like Crown Point's JV went to the KV Super Duels yesterday and kind of blew everybody out. Like their backups. I, I mean, it's tough to say JV when your your varsity twos out winning tournaments, varsity tournaments. Um, but I mean, we've seen it for years. You know where um, some of these programs are able to, I mean, Paramoridian, when they were on that run, had guys that could step in the lineup and not only, like, save you points, which, you know, we used to look at it like how you meant, like, hey, like, step out there, save you some points. They have guys that are like, hey, go, go, go out and get us a win, you know, and it just kind of maximize where we're at, which is tough. So can I put you on the spot here and, and have you tell me who you think should be the number one seed at 4A? Uh. Man, I, I think uh, that Brownsburg uh, Crown Point matchup—they uh, had a lot of head-to-head. I would go Crown Point just on the national rankings. Um, Brownsburg probably two, modern day three, center girl four. But I mean, I don't think you're wrong any anyway. Those guys have all. But it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. Like it, it's so tough because those guys are, um, like Brownsburg and. Uh, Crown Point are not only wrestling like the best in Indiana, like they're going out and seeking out the best competition they can wrestle here, but they're going nationally. And I mean, Brownsburg's been killing people, you know, without yeah. Isaiah Street. And Isaiah Street's not going to wrestle this year, but that's that's a huge spot in their lineup that you know a possible medalist that they they lost. I think one of the hardest things for for seeding that is that those teams have tended to. Uh, move towards the individual tournaments and then you know for example Brownsburg and Crown Point going to the same individual tournament and you try to look at the team scores for that and then try to project that into a duel sometimes that's awfully difficult yeah I mean uh, I mean it's tough I mean, especially when you're in different areas and that's like I mean I've, Center Grove and Brownsburg are right in the same area so I mean I'm sure they'll, they'll probably come across each other but um, in modern days at the furthest point of the state where Crown Point's at the for this northern part of the state. Uh, <clears throat> I think, I mean, Crown Point went to the track and kind of mopped up those guys. Uh, I know um, we were talking about Maryville. I know they wrestle next week or in two weeks. Maryville's a solid team. I think that, like, David always puts a good product out there. And just, like, top to bottom, they're just solid. Like, they're a very strong dual team. And... It's hard to see where they're going to win matches against Crown Point, you know? Like, they went in, you know, Chesterton, you know, had a little bit down, but, I mean, outside of, like, Torres, who had a tight one with Shakini, and uh, I think uh, they sat, I think DeMarco was at 26, and I think they sat Logan Frazier that one. They almost shut out a, a Chesterton team. That's, yeah, that's wild to think of. What about 3A, Mike? What are your thoughts on the, the top seed at 3A? Uh, you know, obviously Floyd, you know, we talked about it, like, I look at different individual stuff, and, and Floyd had some hammers, uh, losing May hurts them, um, I think a team like Mishawaka has a lot of depth, I'm interested to see how their lineup kind of shakes out, I know they have some pieces, uh, they're maybe not as tough as I had originally saw when they got Mike Lee Robles from, uh, uh, from Michigan, he's not going to wrestle this year, but Ryan Cowley, man, holy smoke, going to the Marion County and doing what they did, uh, with the and they're missing some guys too, and they're having some guys step in. That, that's a pretty strong statement. Marion County is always one of the best tournaments. That may have been the biggest statement that a team has made. I think 
all year across the board as far as impact as to where they started at the beginning of the year, where people think, thought they were, and where they, where they ended up after that tournament. Ron Colley winning the Marion County, very impressive. Well, you know, you look at it, and, and you're talking uh, a team that's graduated some some high, high-level guys over the last couple of years, you know, state champ-level guys, and, and they usually do it with individuals. I think they won um, the Newcastle semi-state when Wade was still there with just, like, individuals just making a run, Vaduya and, um, you know, those guys. But, you know, now it's like they're just solid. Like, again, like, six through, like, you know, 70, 82 is undefeated. I've seen he's down there, down there. He's undefeated. Um, just across the board, just a solid, a solid squad. And they're seeking out good competition, too. Um, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to beat. For sure. Well, Mike, we thank you for coming on the show, and we hope that you join us on Sunday as we go through the seeds for the Team State Tournament. Uh, we continue to wish your family well and hopefully see you here tomorrow at the tournament. Thank you. I'm going to try to make it down a little bit shorter day and a little bit easier on my body. So I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate Thanks, Mike. It, Mike. That's been uh, Mike Reiser, uh, one of the Indiana Matt uh, team. I actually uh, saw the whole team uh, with their bitmojis up the other day. Uh, Coach Razzo had his had his mug on there. Uh, Dane was there, and uh, Mike Reiser, and uh, along with uh, Joe Caprino and uh, the rest of the gang, Indiana Matt had a had their Merry Christmas card they put out with everybody's bitmoji on. You have a live read, Dane? Or are we good for this? Section. I do. Our live read is the Double Eagle. We can't talk about the food that we're not eating, I guess. We will Sunday night, though. Join us on Sunday. We're going to have an extra long show as we go through all of the seeds and talk about the matchups and go through some of the uh, the wrestlers that are involved in those teams as we look to see who Belmont and Adam Central will pair up against first and who their likely opponents are in the second round and so on and so forth. Of course, we'll also talk about Jay County is there a major player in the 2A tournament and we'll try to get out as much information as possible as to what uh, Martinsville High School looks like and 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 where it is and what the what the conditions are for fans. So as your holiday parties have wound down, what what a better place to uh spend the rest of your uh 2021 and uh, leading into 2022 to Double Eagle with the High School Wrestling Weekly hosted by Rex Brewer and Dane Filling. So with that, I'm going to send it back to the studio to Dave Nathan running aboard for us for a round of commercials. Back with third period right after this. Cross Creek Golf Club in Decatur has the perfect Christmas gift for the entire family. This year, give the gift of golf. Reduced rates for next season are now available. Student memberships, singles, couples, family, and seniors are all options on the 27-hole beautiful Cross Creek Golf Course. Gift certificates from Cross Creek make great stocking stuffers. New merchandise, including sweaters and outerwear, are also great gift ideas. Stop in soon for the best selection, Cross Creek Golf Club in Decatur. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker drywall. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. Stop in and ask me for details about our new Beer of the Month Club with all our great variety. 
We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Decatur Package Liquor, it's located right on 13th Street. Come on guys, it's where your friends shop. Welcome back to Hager and Hershey's Hill High School Wrestling Weekly hosted by The Cave here at Mishawaka High School, one of the oldest uh, still active gymnasiums uh, in the state of Indiana, if not the oldest. Rexburg along with Dane Filling and uh, Dane's wife has went off to uh, drag a couple more guests onto our show. Uh, hesitantly, I think the uh, Belmont girls wrestling team may be on their way over to here to talk to us. Yeah, they're coming off a pretty good day yesterday at Lafayette Jeff. Coach Razzo drove them over to Lafayette and they came away with a second and first place finish. And I don't know if we want to get them set, dialed in here. Set two headsets up here for them? No, we just do one at a time. Okay. But their season is quickly coming to its climax with the state tournament beginning a little bit earlier for the girls than it does for the boys. And we'll see who wants to go on first. Andrea's going to go on first. Okay. Good Miss Andrea Hernandez dialed in here. Perfect. We are joined now by Andrea Hernandez, senior for Belmont Wrestling. Andrea, we were just going through your results from yesterday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your tournament yesterday? Um, I think I did pretty good. I mean, my last match for my championship, I lost and I got second, but I know I can come back stronger and win next time. Was you in, was you in that match the whole time? Uh, no, I ended up getting pinned because when I was circling out, she caught my head and she got uh, got a dump in too deep and I couldn't get out. Okay. Is that somebody that you had seen before this year? Yeah, we've wrestled multiple times before, and um, the first match we wrestled, I was freaking out a lot, and I... <laughs> Uh, gave a lot of points up, and then the second match we wrestled, uh, I only lost by one takedown. So I know I can get her. <laughs> so looking forward to the rest of the season, uh, that was your last open tournament, correct? Yeah. So now you're focused on the girls' regional, which is going to be on Friday night, January 7th, the night before Team State, and that's going to be at McConaughey again. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I know I'll be there heading down to martinsville after that and then um the state finals are going to be at kokomo the regional rex if you remember is split two ways there's a north regional and a south regional uh, the belmont girls go through the McConaughey north regional and the top four placers there move on to the state finals while the top four placers from the south regional which is he held at edgewood uh, they advance and they wrestle the state finals at the old gym in Kokomo, the old field house there, Memorial Gymnasium, and that tournament is on January 14th, and I believe we're going to declare now, Rex, that we're going to be broadcasting that. We, if you've got permission from the boss, we're good to go. I guess we weren't denied permission. <laughs> is that what you you, you uh, ask for forgiveness rather than permission? Is that how that works, Dan? I think it is. I think it is. So if everything goes well, Andrea, I believe we are going to be there in Kokomo broadcasting your matches back to everybody back in Decatur and the Adams County area. So that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, when you were there two years ago, because last year you didn't wrestle, correct, because you were hurt, mm -hmm. uh, you finished third place. At regionals? At state. Oh, yeah. State. If I, if I remember right. And what weight are you wrestling this year? I'm wrestling 120. 120. And is that different than what you were two years ago? Yeah, I wrestled uh, 126 for a couple of years, and then over the summer I lost a lot of weight, and I just 120 seemed the best fit. 
So what are your plans after this year when it comes to wrestling? Um, I've definitely been in contact with a lot of uh, coaches, and I'm not really 100% sure on what I want to do or where I want to go, but I'm definitely keeping my options open. And um, I'm not really leaning towards any specific school right now, but if I find something, then I'll, I'll go there. Awesome. Well, before we hand it over to Trinity, what do you want to say about Trinity's performance yesterday? I think she did amazing. I, I knew she could beat the girl. I knew she could. It was just a matter of having confidence in herself. A ranking is just a ranking, and I don't care who you are. Anyone is beatable, and she did that. Well, perfect. That's a perfect segue to uh, Trinity. If you want to hand your headset over to her. Welcome to the show, Trinity. <laughs> this You've is, got to say. This, this is where you speak. <laughs> say hello. How are you? How are you? There you go. See, it's not hard. There's, so there's you, only like 12 people listening, so it's okay. You got two wins yesterday by fall and then made it to the finals. And had you wrestled Katie Mattingly before? Yeah, I wrestled her one other time. And did she beat you that first time? Yeah, but I wasn't really trying, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then you come into the championship yesterday, and it says that you won 8-2. to two. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you won that match? Honestly, she was like the strongest girl I've ever wrestled, but I just think I was faster than her. So 8-2... Uh, three takedowns or did you score near fall um i got a near fall okay i almost had her pinned and and for those uh that haven't been able to watch you what's your main go-to for for scoring near fall what what's your big move does it depend yeah it just depends to be honest. are you a headlocker are you a single leg headlocker that was back in freshman year okay that's <laughs> that's what i remember dane they're much more advanced than that <laughs> yeah. now well, good. Well, how excited are you to wrestle in the state tournament here in another two weeks after missing last year? I'm excited because I've already beat, like, the two girls I need to beat, and I just, I think would be number one. I don't think I know, actually. Good, good. And we asked Andrea when she was on what her plans were for next year. How do you see your wrestling career continuing after, after this season? Um, I'm just looking at my options right now to be honest. But still keeping open the option to wrestle in college? Yeah. Now, Dane, that looks like a girl who tried in that match, doesn't it? Didn't it look like she tried that match? <laughs> Brandon's always taking pictures of you guys. Yeah. Which always he, bad ones. Which he needs to. I mean, I mean, most girls worry about what they look like. You know, they take a lot of time prep. When you come off the wrestling mat, I mean, I had pictures taken me after state finals. I look like I've been through a battle. It's like you can't look good after yeah. a match, so... All right, well, we got three minutes left in this session. Uh, you guys are here at the Al Smith cheering on your teammates. You've been wrestling with these guys in practice. Why don't you give us a little bit of an idea of who's going to come today and, and make a big statement for Belmont? I think they all are. Like, they've all been working hard in the room. I haven't seen anyone slack whatsoever, and they all seem pretty confident. So I think they're all going to do good. I had a chance to bring Coach Myers back to the hotel last night after the seating meeting, and he said that they had a really tough one-hour practice yesterday and that everybody's practicing just about as well as they can mm -hmm. uh, over the last week or two. Do you guys agree with that statement? Yeah, everybody has been putting in their work. 
I'll ask you guys the same question as I asked a couple of other guests. Are you guys spending your day here in the little guy gym? Are you walking back and forth to the big boy gym? What are your plans? Back and forth. Back and forth. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, that was Trinity Coin and Andrea Hernandez from the now, Belmont Wrestling Team. Now, before she takes head off, I want to let her know, you guys are our first wrestling guests since we went to the Double Eagle, except for like three years Three years ago, we had it out in the, hot, on the uh, uh, reception hall, but you're the first wrestlers we've had on the show. So congratulations to this prestigious honor, <laughs> which comes with no gifts or benefits other than to say that I was the first wrestling, wrestler on the show this year. So... That's why we're going to support the girls and go to the state finals and cover the state finals this year. January 14th. It's a late night, that's for sure. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll, we're going to be mixing in between some ACAC basketball in your opening rounds. But by the time you guys get to the semifinals and you guys both are wrestling for state championships, it'll be just wrestling on the radio. See, that wasn't hard, was it, Trinity? Mm-hmm. No, see, there you go. We'd like to thank those uh, young ladies for sitting in with us for our, this segment. as. Uh, this segment has wound down, and uh, you got any commercials to pay for there, Dane, or are we good to go? We are good to go. With that, I'm going to send it back to studio Dave Nathan running the board for us for a round of commercials. We'll be back with our final overtime period where Dane's going to tell us about the uh, schedule for WZBD the rest of the week right after this. Brad Weber proudly supports the WZBD Wrestling Coaches Show. He also supports youth football in Adams County as a board member of the Decatur Football League and president of Belmont Cadet Football, giving our youth the chance to learn the great game of football. Some of the best football players in our area have also been fantastic wrestlers. That's why famous coaches like Joe Gibbs and John Madden always wanted wrestlers on their team. Find out more about youth football opportunities by giving Brad a call at 452-7045 or email bw at bradweberlaw.com. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Hi, this is Jesse from Heller Nursery in Decatur, Indiana. We are celebrating 75 years in business with three generations of Heller still working. During these winter months, we have a great selection of pottery and houseplants in our greenhouses. New shipments in weekly and stay up to date with Heller Nursery on Facebook. Stop in at Heller Nursery for a breath of fresh air. Don't forget, Heller Nursery is open seven days a week, including Sundays. Check out hellernursery.com for our spring tree and shrub options. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Welcome back to Hager Seth and Hershey's Zelda High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Cave at Mishawaka High School, Rexboro, along with Dane Filling. And Dane, we reached the overtime period where you go through and tell us uh, what other sporting events are happening on WZBD this week. For sure. We've got uh, a busy sports schedule as we head into the new year. We've got Purdue basketball, the last I checked. Um, 
Purdue basketball still playing tonight. There's been a lot of cancellations in college sports over the last week. But uh, Nichols State heads to Mackey Arena. That's a 6 o'clock tip uh, tonight, 5 o'clock pregame. And then tomorrow morning it will be AJ and I. Will that be a better match? game than the their one that played the enlightened word <laughs> the, the incarnate word the incarnate yes, word i'm sorry i don't think it will be much of a better matchup to be real honest with you but purdue playing awfully well right now but tomorrow aj and i will be here for uh, some mishawaka action and then we have to get off the air because we've got a 3 p.m kickoff for purdue and tennessee the music city bowl is still going on at our last update when i checked my phone an hour ago so like I said, a lot of changes for that. And then on Friday afternoon, the Bulls come to Gainbridge Fieldhouse to take on the Pacers. That is a 2.30 pregame. Then on Sunday, January 2nd, we got a full slate as the Colts take on the Raiders. Lots and lots of AFC playoff implications. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff. And then High School Wrestling Weekly that night. As we reveal the seeds and the brackets for all four classes for Team State, which is on January 8th. So people get to listen to us twice in one week. What a fortunate event it is for them. That is for sure. And then Purdue uh, opens up their Big Ten play with a home game against Wisconsin on January 3rd. We've got the Matt Painter Show on before some important basketball games, South Adams at Belmont on January 4th. January 5th, then it's Belmont at South Adams and the girls' basketball side of things. Thursday, then... We are back on the air. Belmont versus Huntington North. Wrestling, that's a home match for Belmont. And then on Friday, January 7th, Heritage and Adam Central play in girls basketball. We've got the high school basketball coaches show at 8 a.m. on the 8th. And then team state broadcast. We're going to be on air all day, basically, on January 8th from Martinsville. We'll see whether we're on AT&T or Verizon, one of the two. But <laughs> hopefully we've got some, some uh, coverage down there from cell towers to bring you all the action and we're hoping that uh, we do have a vantage point to watch both 1a and 2a and uh, we're gonna have to strategically locate ourselves to see where the best position is we may have to bust out the wireless mic and do a little bit of action we'll have to see how far apart the two gyms are and uh, we'll go from there we don't we can't do anything until we see the bracket and the seeds we know that the top four seeds are going to receive a bye in the first round. Uh, very, very likely that Belmont is the number one seed. Um, and at this point, looking awfully likely like Adam Central not going to be in the top four for 1A. So we will for sure be able to bring you the opening match for Adam Central in that first round. Uh, but we would hope to avoid having to tear down the equipment and move it because typically there's not enough time in between rounds to be able to pull that off but we'll worry about that when we get through next week in the in the brackets a little heads up to david once you set the wireless mic out and get that baby dialed in get some fresh batteries in it for us as we might need that on the eighth yeah we might need it so if you're uh listening tomorrow the setup is a lot different from today uh, if you're watching it on track wrestling, you might not realize it, but there are two gyms here at Mishawaka. As we look out over the main gym, the old gym, the cave, there's five mats here, and they'll wrestle eight weight classes here from 106 to 152. So from Isaiah Smedley all the way up to Garrett Manley. And the other side of things, uh, 160 is the starting point as Duke Myers and Isaac Freet, Austin Christner, Henry Kukulhan, 
Keegan Martin, Dalton Robinson, all those guys are over in the what Belmont fans are used to calling an auxiliary gym. We call it the big boy gym. And uh, Rex, you made the trek at one point today. It's a long walk. Yeah, over especially there. when you're carrying 100 pounds of radio equipment with you. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, and it's a lot of fun to go back and forth. But you got to have your phone ready to go to be able to know if if somebody's just starting over there and you leave now. By the time you make it over there, they're already going to be done. So you might as well stand. I was walking over that gym, and I had a little conversation with uh, former Northwood uh, wrestler and uh, coach uh, Dennis Lewis. And uh, Dennis, I was talking to a kid on the way over there, and he said, man, it's like nine miles over there, a guy from Mishawaka. It's like, no, it's 8.2. <laughs> it's not nine miles. So, Yeah, and the other interesting part about the big boy gym over there is that most people stand around the track over the top and don't really go down to the floor, which is very similar to here where – uh, there are no fans allowed on the floor because there's no bleachers at all that are out and able to accommodate five uh, mats, five tables, the head table, the printers, all of those types of things. There's just enough room for wrestlers to walk around the outside, but everybody's up in the old wooden bleachers in the second deck, and uh, I look over there and I see Bruce Teamy sitting in his traditional spot in the corner, and it's one of those things, and I've talked to a couple people who were there, when Belmont came here in 1981, the first fans sat down over there in that corner, and they haven't moved since. <laughs> That's it, their place. It, it has been the same place for 40 years now, and uh, we certainly hope that uh, wrestling fans in Adams County tune in tomorrow as we hopefully have several Belmont wrestlers in the final. We hope to break a streak as Belmont's last champ was in 2012 with Brad Bussey. And uh, I think we've got a pretty good chance. We've got two number one seeds, another number two seed, a couple of kids with undefeated records who are ready to show that they deserve to be uh, with the top wrestlers in the state. And there's always a surprise year after year uh, of guys who came in. A couple years ago, it was Carter Thomas as a freshman who came in, finished seventh, had a great tournament. Um, but lots of stories about guys who really came out of their shell for their wrestling career. You know, Belmont only has two returning Al-State placers on the team. That's Ike Rubel and Carter Thomas. Carter Thomas not in the varsity lineup. He lost his wrestle-off to Dobie Litchfield at 138. But there's a whole host of guys who are ready to, to wrestle on that second day. Quick quick correction there. Dennis Lewis was a state champion for Yorktown back that day. Oh, okay. And he's, wrestled, he's been at the Northwood. I think he coaches at Northwood because the fishing in this area is better than it is down south. Than in, than in uh, Delaware but County. Great, great talk to, with uh, Coach Lewis. Uh, he's stepped back in a room and he's kind of helping out uh, one of the Andrews boys. Nate Andrews uh, coached that program. And uh, this, this is an interesting uh, uh, place to come watch a, a wrestling match. It's the old wooden bleachers, so don't slide around or you take some uh, splinters home with you. But uh, it's a great event here, and I'm glad that the High School Wrestling Weekly could come from here today and uh, not to take anything away from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill that we uh, are very accustomed to. And uh, once again, we really encourage people, what else do you got to do on a Sunday night but come out and listen to wrestling? And Dane, Dane's family spends the, every Sunday night there, so you might as well come out and spend spend with most of Dane's family. We do have a couple of regulars. Uh, Mr. Williams always is there, and a the judge and the brights are usually there. So uh, come on out on uh, Sunday night and uh, see the uh, pairings for the pairing show for the uh, team state bracket and it, that's always a good show and it'll uh, be simulcast with uh, Joe and the guys at indianamat.com he always has some good graphics he pulls up on the screen and uh, it's kind of a technical feat but uh, Joe pulls it off 
Well, Rex, let's get started. I think they're ready to clear the mats here. And it's going to be Isaiah Smedley first for Belmont. Belmont, I think, has four forfeits in the opening round, so should have a good team score. And uh, we'll see if Belmont can go 14-0 in this opening round. With that, I'd like to thank uh, Dave Nathan for running board for us. I'd like to thank all of our fine sponsors that helped bring you wrestling talk on the radio. And with that, they've just said clear the mats, and that's our signal to go. So we'll tune in Sunday night at 7 o'clock for the High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle at Cross Creek.